Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in chapter 5, paragraphs 2 and 3 because they're short and related. Parakeh, Mishnah's Bet, and Gimel. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com, especially if you want the business cards about this show or our other show, OT Talk with Mr. T. Asaradoros me Adam ve Noach. There were ten generations from Adam to Noach. The notes at the bottom say ten generations which are enumerated in Genesis 5. Lahodia kama erach apaim levanav to show how much patience there is before God. Shakola doros for all those generations were angering him constantly. Achehevi alehem esmehamabo until he brought upon them the waters of the flood. And then the second one, Gimel. Three says Asaradoros me Noach viad Avram. There were ten generations from Noach to Avraham. Lehodia kam erach apaim lefanav to show how much patience there is before him. Shikoladoros hayumach isinu vatin for all those generations were angering him constantly. Acheba Avraham avinu vekibel sechar kulam until there came Avraham our forefather and received the reward. Of them all, the ten generations in this paragraph, see Genesis 11.10. The count begins with shame, Noach's son. So again, in this Mishnah, in these two Mishnahs, these two paragraphs, we're dealing with the idea of patience. We're dealing with the idea of delaying and allowing there to be time and allowing there to be a build-up. You know, 10 generations is a very long time from Adam to Noah and from Noah to Avraham. But God knew that Avraham was coming and he knew Avraham was going to be a great, great, great man. And he came and took the reward of all of them. If you think about the great people in the Bible, the great people in Tanakh especially, but if you just think about the people mentioned here, Adam to Noah. Adam was the first man, and Noah was the man that everything started again because the marble, the, the flood was during his time, and he was 500 years old at the time of the flood, according to some calculations, and he had to wait a year for the marble, everything to be done. There were rainy days and rainy nights, so maybe 40 of each, and then he sent out one bird, and then the next bird, and the next, and then finally, when the bird never came back, he knew it was time to get out. But do you know how much patience and how much time he had to wait and the ability that he had to delay his ability to get out of the Teva? And it wasn't an easy existence. You know, one floor was for the eight humans, Noah and his wife, his three kids and their wives. So that's eight. Another floor was all the animals. And then the bottom floor was all the refuge, all the garbage, all the refuse, excuse me. That's three floors. That can make anybody stir crazy to be there a year with your kids basically all in the same place for one year amount of time. That is a feat in and of itself. And it says that Noah had a very strict schedule. He had to feed every single animal. And if he didn't do it at the right time, like one time there's a story that he came late to the line. The line struck him and injured him. 
He had to deal with all these different types of animals and he had to go around feeding them and he had to deal with everybody in the table and the fact that it took a year. That is a lesson, a humble lesson in patience in and of itself. You know, we could learn from our figures. We have to learn from everyone around us. But patience is a very important virtue. You don't have to look any farther than the Mishnah itself to learn about that. And we know that Adam and Chava, the big great sin, not a good sin, but a great as in like a huge bad sin, of eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know, there were a couple of trees, there were a lot of things in the Garden of Eden and Gan Eden. And they say that if Adam would have just waited, waited till Shabbos came, he would have been allowed to eat it. But they didn't have the patience, they didn't have the ability to wait because they didn't have the ability to wait, they sinned and they caused destruction in many ways. Man had to work for his labor and had to toil the field to get the fruit. And woman had to go through such literal labor for pregnancy and birth, all because of not being able to wait. They say that if you just, that many, many sins throughout Tanakh, throughout the, the biblical, all the 36 books, especially in the Jewish tradition, many of the sins were related to not being able to wait and not have having the patience, not having the ability to wait. We talked last time about delayed gratification. This time we're talking again, but focusing a little more on the idea of patience and waiting in general. And if you think about Avraham, we're going to come back to the idea of waiting and the examples of what I'm talking about in a minute. But Avraham himself also was a great, great sage, great person. He was the founding father of the Hebraic we could say it technically starts with him. He was the one that was promised a great people and he was promised children, but he had to wait years upon years. Granted, there were many long years for many people in those days, but he, he had to wait a very long time to have children. Once the lifespan was reduced to 120 um, after him, but even in his time, he lived to uh, 175, I believe, but he had to wait till he was 100 to have a child. And he saw the pain he thought that he would maybe be inherited by other people, maybe load his nephew, but to have to wait for Isaac, for Yitzchak, all those years, also a tremendous lesson. And his wife also, they were no spring chickens, the phrase is. His wife was 90 and he was 100. They had to wait a long time to have children. And then he had all these tests and all these tests, but the patience and the, the ability, the virtue of patience is great and really very important. There were so many sins involved in waiting. Had a person just waited, just waited, just waited. For the example, Amnon and Tamar, the terrible, tragic story of David's children. He had uh, 18 wives or so and many children. And he had one child who really, really wanted to be with another child. Amnon wanted Tamar, especially for her physical beauty, according to what the text seems to show us. But after they were together, she said, according to some commentators, according to tra tra the tradition literature, she, she said to him, wait, wait, just marry me, and then you could be with me, or, or do it the right way, you could be with me. But he couldn't wait. He just had to have it his way. And literally after they were together, he hated her with such an intense, passionate hatred, even more than he wanted her to begin with. And if he just waited, if he just could have staved that off, it would have been good. Would have been at least better than it was. And other, many, many other examples are out there in the Tanakh. I can't think of them offhand, but 
you think about Shaul, you think about David. David had a very hard life, and he had to wait seven years before he was fully recognized by the whole Jewish people. Shmuel, the Navi, they, he anointed him, and David was ruling. He was reigning in Hebron, in Hebron, for seven years, but the whole Jewish nation never recognized him until thirty, till those last 33 years, and he was chased by his father-in-law. He had to fight to have his wives, and then his children gave himself, and he was just always waiting to have rest and he never had that respite. He was always waiting to have the ability to calm down and settle down, but maybe that wasn't what it was in store for him. And if you read Psalms, if you read Tehillim, they're replete with all the things he had to go through with his life, but he still was the epitome of tshuva, especially with the Bathsheba story. But waiting and patience, you just look at the biblical commentators and you could see that everything could be solved with waiting. If a person is angry, they should not do anything right away. They should wait. They should sleep on it. And then you could figure it out. There's that famous story we've mentioned before that a guy goes away for 10 years. He leaves when his kid is young and he comes back and then his wife is talking to someone and very lovingly and he gets very passionately angry. And he remembers being told by his father that if you're angry, don't do anything but sleep on it. And then think about it the next day. And he comes the next day because he was super angry. He was going to kill that person. Why are you so lovingly, adoringly looking and talking with my wife? And he finds out it's his own son. So had he not had that ability to wait, had he not had the patience that he learned about from his own father, there would have been tragic results. God forbid. Join us next time on the PAL as we move to paragraph 4 in chapter 5 as we move along to finishing our first season on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host... Tani G.